Ben here, I just wanted to give a quick introduction before I start this episode. Unfortunately, there is a lot of background noise in this episode, and a lot to me may not be a lot to you, and I'm hoping that's the case. But the batch that we recorded this episode, last week's episode, and the episode after this had gain that was a little too high. So I apologize for that. I tried to clear it up, but doing so would make everything sound a little too choppy, so I decided to leave it in. Uh, Additionally, there's going to be a point where you may hear a baby crying in the background. That's my son, and he apologizes, but uh, he did not want to take a bath. So thank you to my wife for keeping him under control while we were trying to play the game. And I guess we could have paused, but I just kind of hoped it would stop at some point and that the mic wouldn't pick it up. Now, a couple things about 5E that I screwed up during the episode. First is I said cure light wounds, and obviously everything's just cure wounds now in 5E, and it's just a different spell slot. So I apologize for that. And additionally, I said sneak attack. Uh, I denied it to one of our players, Matt, at one point, and I actually looked into the rules a bit more, and I should not have denied it. It seems that a change that they made in 5E was to balance out all characters in combat, and I think that's something they probably did in 4th edition too, but we missed out. The final item is that we have a lot of descriptors in this episode, since it is inside a dungeon, and I know that that may get confusing. My players were confused at a couple times that you'll hear. If you do get lost, I hope you don't get too upset, and uh, I'll try better in the future to have better descriptors. Enjoy the episode! Welcome to Pathless Podcast. <laughs> so this is Lightlessness. Uh, we're back from our last episode, and someone gets to do the 15-second semi-accurate... What was the segment called? 15-second semi-accurate... Possibly inaccurate, I think it was. Oh, that's it. 15-second possibly inaccurate recap of last episode. Okay, uh, we'll just... We, we, do we always sit in the same chairs? Yeah. 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 Okay, we'll go in a circle. So um, it is Sam's turn. Uh, I'm Ben playing the DM. I'm Reed playing Corian Zilson. I'm Matt playing Babries. I'm uh, Moro playing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's become Moses' character. Yeah. <laughs> there comes a point where Christians rail against D and D, and I'm pretty sure it's where Jeremy's gotten at this point where if this character dies, his death's on my hands. Jeremy's death. <laughs> so yeah. So it's, I'm it's, Jeremy playing Morva. No problem. I'm Sam playing Notch. You took my pencil back. All right, what good. Take it off you. Yeah. Uh, ben took it. Off. Oh, okay. and then he also took the other one that I got to replace the mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Sam, I have the stopwatch ready. You may go. All right. In the last episode, we traversed the final legs uh, of Capture Path on to meet the hidden cove, which is in the snow. We found a little crystal alcove, which was the most terrifying nightmare ever. Okay. <laughs> well done, well done. We're gonna make it like 10 seconds whenever someone does good, we'll drop it by five <laughs> until someone does bad. Um, and yes, you guys are around a somewhat cold elven body with crushed nuts. <laughs> <laughs> And um, everyone else is perfectly okay. <laughs> so no one's hurt except Corian. Uh There's a body on the ground if you guys want to loot it. 
You got hurt at one point, Babies? I don't remember you getting hurt. That fire trap that blew up my face? <laughs> okay. We forgot about that. <laughs> Regardless <laughs> of the no, fire trap that no happened one cares about ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> you Col- know what? Cold nuts fire trap. I can see, you know, yeah. <laughs> Nate Palm to the face, getting your nuts crushed. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If the episode would have ended with you getting fired at the face, we would have acknowledged it. That's all. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Let's, uh, I'll, I'll hand it back over to you guys. You have this dungeon to explore, a mini-map that ran out of space. I'll have to redraw that. Um, but yeah, I don't, what do you guys want to do? I mean, uh, your elf... Did we finish checking unconscious. the body? Go check the body. Okay. Well, no, which one? We're gonna... The, <laughs> the other body. All the, uh, medicine... Okay, one at a time, so... I'm going to look over at the dead adventurer. The dead adventurer, which is not Corion. Okay, who's stabilizing Corion? I was gonna try, because I'm right there. Go ahead. Stabilize Corion for me. 16. Okay. So, Corian's turn would come after his, so you don't even make any death saving throws. You're good. Corian is now stabilized. He has 1 HP. You have 1 HP. And, Babe, are you doing anything? Uh, I'm just gonna chill out and relax. Cool. So, Morva, you go over to the skeleton body that seems to have caused all of this trouble and pain. Um, and all that you find... Uh, you know, besides the short sword and deteriorated shield leg next to the body, um, is two vials. So I just take them. Good, you take too much. Cool. Here for you. Notch. Thank you. Um, your first aid book uh, also covers some of the basic magics, and this is a basic magic potion. Okay. Cool. You don't mean to do an arcana check or anything? It's too late now. Cool. I already got it. You know. There comes a point in every traveler's life where he needs to know what a cure light wounds potion looks like. Right. So. <laughs> All right. Two cure light wound potions. Good. Um, Boom on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys have to tell me what you're doing. Um, have you or has um, Corian woken up? Yes. Corian, uh, I have first aid potions. Would you like one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Karnan now speaks in a high pitch. I don't know if first aid potions will fix that. Can magical healing, <laughs> you know? All right. Here, psychological damage. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all that's left. The, the cold has numbed the pain, and all that remains is being hand, manhandled by a dragon. So, okay. No jokes are... They're, they're dead. Uh, are you... Uh, Reed, you're, you're drinking a potion? Yeah, yeah. Would you like to roll it? Okay. Go ahead. It's on you. Max heal. Yeah. Yep. Um, so cure light wound still works the same way as before. Plus two on this one. Okay. So I'm back max. Oh, you only have ten HP. Yeah. Wow. Good to know. <laughs> before I kill you next time, I'll be like, maybe someone else wants to walk towards the body. Yeah, could I have it? Do There's another potion. Yeah. Want that one? Would I be able to? Yeah. Of I course. Suppose. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Cool. Uh, I'll roll. Okay. One d eight. Yes. Uh, so I roll two. Plus two, you get four. Yeah, back to 11 HP. Awesome. It's more than Quirion. Um, What would you guys like to do? Would you like to head back to the path and continue downwards into the cove? I'm going to ask... Uh, oh. How do you land 10 HP? Two 1d6 hit dice? Uh, D6. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And no con. Glass cannon. Yeah, zero con. So okay. th- 3.5 had D4 and the Pathfinder fixed it to D6? Yeah. Right. And oh, we wow. still have D6 for... 5th edition, yes. Yeah, still D6 or 5th edition. So that's wizard HP hit dice. Gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<clears throat> so, uh, Nash, do you think any of these jewels here are valuable enough for me to take? Yeah, uh, is this thing you do probably rare. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I mean, especially you could pawn them off saying that they're from the lost hidden cove. Oh, that's good. That's real good. So <laughs> I'm going to take my crowbar and start, like, jamming a couple out. They're awesome. Big ones. Yeah, um, so you get, like, uh, if, if it's okay with your character, you get a uh, four inch by two feet long uh, stalactite that was, like, close around the edge of the thing. Sure. Does that, so, I don't get, like, hurt by it or anything. No, no, no. Like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't hurt you. And you were just able to, like, chip away the top of it, so the rest of it's really purely formed. They, you know, and if you had a jeweler, they could probably stand off the bottom, and you'd have like an icicle sculpture. So one foot by four foot, you said? Yeah, let's. Uh, that's a little big. What <laughs> 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 you say? I, I said six I inches. Huh? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, six inch. inches wide by two feet long, which is still big, but yeah, one foot by four foot is a little much for me. That's twice the size. Isn't it? Can we just take <laughs> one of the the dark mantle? Just... Yeah, just, just take the dark mantle on. <laughs> Where's the cape? <laughs> Where is the cape? Wait, that is a great idea. I'm taking the dark mantle. <laughs> okay, read. Write on your character sheet. It's yeah. not real unless you write down. I'm writing it down. Thank you. All right. Um. So, uh, you guys head out of the alcove. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is I'll be there in anything front. else in here? You guys don't see anything else in here, unless, like I said, there's a deteriorated shield and a sword, but that's more like flavor. So. Uh, do like there's no like notes or pendants or anything on the guy? No, there is not. Okay. Cool. So, well, um... Uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? Uh, Mitha, you okay? Oh, oh yes. Uh, I held the Moonstone safe, so no worries about that. I wasn't going to let that thing get near it. Alright, but and you're okay, right? Yes, yes, thank you for asking. No problem. Um, as you actually ask her, you look over to um, Ames, and um, he was in some sort of state of shock during all that. Uh, you kind of see like a residual effect of that. Alright, so. I'm going to kind of slap him on the cheek and say, alright, come on. We gotta keep going. Yes, let's move forward. Um, we move on. So, as I had stated before, uh, you go back across the bridge with some sort of wall, and you get to a very large platform, similar to the one that you had started on. Um, you had to go back uphill to get out of the alcove, but you go back downhill as you get to this next platform. Uh, it is, has no walls, um, at its short, shortest width, it is still about 30 feet wide, and the flatness of the platform extends for about 40 feet, okay? So, um, you are easy to traverse it, at least, uh, safely through the middle, and again, you find, um, skeletons on the ground, similar to the ones that you saw before. You look up, there's no stalagmites on the ceilings where you are. Um, and these guys have the same deal. Uh, they're, they're two dead skeletons, not like live skeletons, like path, uh, pumpkin spice. Um, and, um... Can I... <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, Morva. Here, kind of grabbing all those torches. Yeah. So I'm just going to grab the torch, and the way my head Baybridge lights them, he just slaps the ground, and then it ignites. That works. That all right, cool. I mean, you have to have flint and steel and pathfinder, but this is 5e. <clears throat> these yeah. are... Strike on anywhere torches. Baby just does what he wants. Yeah. So he just kind of nicks on the ground and, um, like, you know, kind of, like, lets the light shine off and, like, the light's probably going to reflect in the cave a little bit more. Yeah. Reflect in the cave a little bit more. Yeah, um, um uh, at least the floor is going to reflect. You're pretty far out from any other crystals, and it only gives, like, 30 feet around you. Okay. He already said it was daylight in here. Yeah, you have, you already have daylight vision, but I think he's doing it for some other purpose. Yeah, so, oh, okay. so I can kind of, like, throw it, like, a little bit further down, like, the... 
like where we were gonna be, just to make sure like nothing like stirs. Uh-huh. Sure. So yeah, you throw that um, torch forward, um, and you wait a few moments, and I'll give it to you, Matt. The uh, around the skeletal bodies, you start seeing things um, shaking and rising up. So we can roll initiative. Just to describe the scene again, um, so looking down towards the, uh, you know, like 40 feet away from the characters, down this crystalline path, there was three skeletons lying on the ground covered in crystals, and um, Babries, being the smart, talented, good-looking guy that he is, uh, struck his torch on the ground like a strike anywhere match, threw it into the group of skeletons just to make anything that was there be more aware, and uh, it seemed to have startled these animated objects. So uh, now we have a floating dagger covered in crystal, a floating longsword covered in crystal, and a floating shield covered in crystal. Um, Babries, uh, as you you know start to get ready for combat, you look back to make sure Mitha and um, Ames are okay. And again, Ames has this like a petrified look on his face. But uh, the time is not now for that. The time is for combat. And Babries, you start the round. Cool, so I'm going to fire at uh, Sorty uh, with my short bow. Sure. And does a 11 hit? An 11 does not hit. 11s don't hit. That's I'm pulling uh, shenanigans on this. That's cool. Uh, okay. And am I 60 feet away? Because I want to be like 65. 65. <laughs> Give or uh, take. <laughs> no, don't. I need 65 on the dot. It's 65. All right, cool. I just don't want to get attacked next round. Okay. Good uh, thing these things move 150. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, their fly speed's 80. So I'm going to have the sword move up. It's his turn. Uh, he starts dancing in the air and moves towards you guys. And as he flies through the air, he tips his point to, uh, down and comes straight at Morva's uh, body. And Morva does a 10 hit. Nope. Wouldn't think so. Um, sure hope not. Not just turn. Uh, I'm going to use my Eldritch Blast against the shield. Um, yes. And I roll attack roll. 23. Hits. Good. Um, 1d10. Yep. Um, that's for 12 damage. 12 damage to my shield? To your shield. And what type of damage is magic? Magic. Magic force damage. I hate magic damage. Magic jumps over everything. Okay. Uh, after notch is the shield. And that also is going to fly into combat. And shield bash somebody? No, it doesn't get to shield bash anyone. Uh, I'll use my dash. Um, so they, they seem to be fighting together. And the dagger is going to dash as well to make it into combat. And dashes alongside his sword friend and his shield friend. So uh, in front of Morva, we now have the shield to Morva's right, uh, facing in front of Morva is the longsword that had attacked him, and then to the left of Morva is the dagger, um, which is also now within Babries' reach, right? Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Uh, Quarion, your turn. So there's no firing into combat anymore, right? We've right. established this a few times now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, um, I will move up right next to Fabry's. That way he's not in my way. Um, no, you can just put me diagonal. I'm not getting into combat for a while now. <laughs> there, yeah, with 10 yeah, HP, there that's go. a good choice. <laughs> yeah. And I will fire off a firebolt. Onto dagger? Um... Yeah, this is all yours, if you want. That's far enough away, it's not going to spike me. This? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's really just like, dice rolls, yeah, right. see, like, so dice rolls right next to the mic, they go too high and too low. Right. And when they go too high and too low, when I compress everything, they account for less compression. Okay. Which makes an issue. So, you got a 20? Um, close said? enough. It's higher than that, but... Okay, you hit. I imagined it hit. So. Um, and what are you talking with? I forget. The firebolt. Okay, so you fire a firebolt at the dagger. Yep. So, one d10 damage like Sam is eight. Cool. So the firebolt wears away some of the crystals on this dagger and definitely damages it. More about your turn. I will swing at the sword that tried to swing at me. Well, actually, he tried to stab me, but whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Hammer. Fourteen. A 14 against the sword will not hit. Damn. Alright. Uh, and we're back to Babries. Top of the round. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to... Uh, that dagger's threatened by Morva, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to move to here and stab the dagger with my rapier. Sure. Um, so... Man, rough day. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think a nine's gonna hit either. No, it does not hit the dagger. And I'm gonna use a disengage to run away. That's fine. Yep. Wherever um, you want to move. So then, do I only does disengage give me extra movement or no? No, it doesn't. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll just move here and I'll just move 25 feet back. Okay. So you're back to where you started. Sure. Uh, well, sure. no, no. Like instead of moving forward, can I just have moved back 25 feet. Yeah, that's fine. So if you can move me, Sam, because uh, I'm kind okay. of, you know... So um, Bayree stood his ground when his turn started, stabbed the dagger, uh, missed it, and then disengaged and moved back out of combat. So, mm -hmm. cool. I just want to make sure I understood. Gotcha. Um, and now my animated sword is going to slash up Morva. And Morva did not rage during his turn, correct? No, I didn't. No, he hasn't called it yet. So I am not going to pass with a eight. <laughs> or six, rather. And notches, your turn. Okay. Um, try to blast another hole in the shield. Sure. 20. Hits. With Four. an Eldritch Blast? Yeah, same thing. With uh, 9 points of damage. Okay. So, 9 points to the shield. Yep. Um, you fire Eldritch Blast and put a hole through the shield and the crystal all shatters from it and it hits the ground. Cool. Not flying anymore. Not flying anymore, yeah. So I'll help join the ranks of the mantle. And after Notch is my dagger. So my dagger is going to move up five feet and attack Morva. Morva, I hit you with a 22. Yep. Okay, Morva, as you feel this dagger go into your flesh, uh, you realize that the shards of crystal along it uh, tear you up even further. Ooh. So. 
Whereas, like, I just found my next weapon. <laughs> Six damage. Hmm. Yeah. And after my dagger is Quarion. Alright. We will continue with the Firebolt strategy on the daggers. So that's gonna hit. Super high with a 19. Seven. Okay, you hurl another firebolt into the longsword. Um, that was at the dagger. Oh, it was at the dagger. Yes. Sorry. And how much damage? Seven. Okay. Uh, and you are able to destroy the dagger uh, in the same fashion. It gets, you know, shot out of the air by the firebolt and goes flying down and falls off the edge. Nice. Oh. <laughs> No one's using my homebrew crystal daggers for their own weapons. No, just um, so he's dead. And Morva, your turn. I will swing at the longsword. Because nobody has done any damage to it. 19. Hit. Yep. 6 plus 4, 10. Um, yeah. 10 bludgeoning? Yes. Alright, 10 damage to the longsword. He is still standing. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Let's borrow that. And after more of us, Baybreeze is turning. Cool. So I'm going to run up and attack it. Go ahead. So I attack with my rapier. A 21. Yes, hits. Cool. So I use sneak attack with that. So a 7 plus 4 is 11. Okay. So objects, just like constructs, can't be snuck attack. Yes. Um, so yeah, unfortunately you can't sneak attack it only because it doesn't have any vital points. That's janky. Like a, like a humanoid would. Sorry. Oh, what a snipe Unless 5e changed with sneak attacks, now sneak attacks affect everything. Like you found like the point in its hilt where it's weak. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, I think that's how it used to be. Like you had to like actually do it. So um, which one of those did you? It was a one plus my four, so five damage. Five damage. Okay, it is. Uh, severely chipped away, but still floating along. And it is now the sword's turn, and it is going to continue its mission against Morva. So... So I am making the attack. The sword is swinging against Morva. 18. Yep. Uh, tried and true. And I do 1d8 plus a d4. So, um, again, the sword thrusts into you, and the little shards on it um, rip up your dragon flesh uh, as you take 9 damage. Ooh. After the animated sword's notch. Okay. Um, get over here and do a, another blast. Okay. Infinity blast, is that how these things work? Yeah, that's how these things work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rolled off to one. Okay, so critical miss. Yep. Uh, you go to blast and since you're right on the edge, give me a reflex save. Or dexterity save. I'm never. I'm gonna try to use that. Nine. You get nothing to your dex. Not yet. Okay, guys. Nine. <laughs> um, so Nine. his character is currently um, hanging on the ledge. Uh, he shoots his eldritch blast, and the power of his spear gun <laughs> sets him back a bit. He doesn't realize how close to the edge that he is, and he stumbles, uh, but grabs the ledge with no issue. Just stumbling slowly. It's kind of like juggling an object, knowing it's going to hit the floor. So if someone could help pull him up, or next turn, hopefully he'll be able to pull himself up. Uh, Corrin, it's your turn. Alright, I'll move over to that side of the bridge and start trying to pull him up. Sure. Huh. You want a strike check? Uh, sure. I, just, just notori- just I am notoriously good at these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just give me one, because you offered. 
What'd you get? I rolled a six. I got a six. Okay, with, with his help, you, you, you guys get him to a point where he's going to safely get his elbows up, and on his turn, he'll be able to pull himself up. Yeah. He has no fear of falling. More of it, your turn. Swing. Miss. Sorry, Morva. Uh, so with a four, you will not hit. And Babries, Mr. Stilio, kill. Uh, gonna attack. Yep. Uh, looks like, uh, yeah. what, 19? Yep. So, plus that, so I could just roll. Yep. And another five damage. Okay. Uh, you are able to destroy the animated sword, uh, which falls to the ground, lifeless. And, uh, I guess Notch gets himself back up. Yep. Uh, do you need the thingamajig part? No, 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 you're good. Cool. Yeah, he already got you to point where <laughs> thingamajig. One of those dice rolling things. Yeah. So, you guys have cleared this area from what you can see. Um, again, I'm at your, what you call it, there's only one direction ahead. And mm -hmm. it's down to a, uh, another large piece, uh, shaped almost like a triangle. Is anybody picking up the sword? No, no one's picking up the sword. I'm picking up the sword. Okay. Most of the crystal from it is shattered. Uh, it has a weird weight, so it's an improvised weapon. If Never you mind. do decide to use it. I'll pick it up, realize it's weird, and throw it. Okay. <laughs> if it's too weird for you, that's fine. You can always, like, uh, spend an hour of day of role-playing. Not, like, literal role-playing. With the sword until you're figure yeah, proficient with it or whatever. So if, if you want to keep it and learn it, you're more than welcome to. If you like long swords. I don't. I happen um, to like long swords, so I will... Stop okay. him from throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, yeah, it's it uh, has crystal. Um, it also has a durability to it. Gotcha. So, you can write down um, that uh, it has a 20% chance of breaking the crystals off. And as long as they remain, it does an additional 1d4 damage. And unfortunately, like I said, it's an improvised weapon until we get to the point where we feel like your character has trained with it enough to remove that. Mm -hmm. Cool. So... Uh, as I learned from my compatriots, we should check the bodies for sure. any remnants of anything. Important. And if we find any bags, what we have learned is that we give them to Bay Breeze to open. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no more. No more, no more, no more, no Anything more. on the skeletons? No, unfortunately these skeletons, we're not carrying anything. Okay. Then I suppose we are picking up the torch and getting ready for the next area. Sounds good. So, um, another incline to the south, and then cuts northwest. Um, you know, these directions don't help anyone, so I'm not going to read that. Um, but oh, as you... fine, it's flavor. Cool. Um, so, the northwest is still inclining. Uh, basically, what, what I have in my mind here is a slope going down, you know, and then you do a 90 degree, or not, it's a 110 degree turn, and then going okay. down. Gotcha. So, yeah, you guys, like, head in one so direction. kind of, like, going down, uh... Stairs. Fire stairs. Yeah. yeah, exactly, except they're spread out more like a natural path would be. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um. And. So a mountain, uh, what you call it? One of those mountain roots. Mm -hmm. And that is really just a transition. You guys see nothing on that part of the map. Um. And find yourself at a next large platform, even larger than the, um, platform that you were on fighting the skeletons so um it's about like 50 feet wide and then um this platform extends to the you know north and to the south if we're looking at it flatly like a map and up in the north there seems to be another little alcove area and to the south there's one of those similar um crystalline bridges that lead downwards um so the f number five uh that that 
point up set, uh, up north that's I call an alcove. It isn't an alcove like number two. It's just like another area. But what you do see here, once you guys have gone down that little area, is uh, a huge hole in the middle of the crystal. Um, and it looks like it, it, it has been growing around this hole. But um, it is... The crystal has been growing around the hole? Uh, yeah, so like uh, the platform, unlike the other platforms that are smooth and what you call it, it's been broken through, so it's no longer smooth, but it does look like it's it's still growing. Like, the crystal hasn't ceased to grow oh, okay. where this hole is. I think that's the only point I was trying to make. But, um, yeah, that there's a there's a big, big hole in this platform as if it was smashed through. Hmm. Okay. Do you guys want to head up north um, to that little area, or do you guys just want to continue down deeper into the cove? We should go deeper. I mean, is there any well, reason? There's no reason not to. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Mitha would say something if you didn't. So, um... I meant to check out, like, is there any, anything why this middle part was punched in? You can definitely look at that. I would like to yep. perception that. Yes, so you look down through the hole and give me a good perception check. 20. Awesome. So, um, as you peer down through, um, you see silver dust, first of all, okay. uh, trapped inside the crystals. So it's grown over it. And then you can almost see like something that's not the same color as everything else down at the bottom floor uh, as you're looking through like other crystals along the way. Okay. Um, okay. That have been smashed and things, but grown back and like in the way and stuff. Yeah. Can I shoot at the... At the... You'll never hit it. Still too far away. Okay. It's a bit rich. Really, really, really far away. Um... Uh, this, yeah, it's gotta be like 150, 200 feet, so I guess it's not really, really far away, yeah. but you are, like, there's tons of crystals in your way. Um, okay. even if I let you shoot at Sam, like, nothing would happen. Okay. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just, like, a thing, but we'll... It's just, you're seeing something... Sam that... was trying to start another fight, is what Sam was trying to do. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're seeing something that is to come. Gotcha. So, this big area, um, up in the north, I actually checked my notes, and there is nothing up there. It's just uh, kind of rounded out, as you can see on the map here. Uh, so, the only place to go is south now. But um, as you guys get closer to the southernmost part of this new platform, you see that the crystal gets thinner and thinner until it disappears. And um, all you can see is that there's another one of these platforms uh, underneath the platform that you guys are currently on. Uh, about a 40-foot drop. Oh, so let's just go back to the hole and... Uh, guys, let's go back to the hole and then use a rope to climb down. Okay, so um, as you look at it, uh, you're, there's not any good places to tie the rope off, and you will have to swing the rope a little bit because to go straight down, you'd end up falling through another one of these holes. Um, because the hole goes all the way down. Because the hole goes yeah. all the way... Well, more or less. Like, any mm -hmm. any platform worth standing on has got a hole on it. Mm -hmm. um, and let me make sure... Yes, yes. So, there is a platform there to stand on. It has a hole. Um, you have about five feet on each side, and it's 30 foot wide. So, there's a 20 foot hole in between. So, 20 foot hole, five feet on each side all the way around. So, it's like a circular disc. I'm sorry, are you saying that we can walk down it then, or...? Um, I'm saying that if you guys want to get to it from the hole uh -huh. on the platform above it, you'll just have to probably just be careful enough to swing over to it 
To some degree. I, I mean, I don't think it's going to require much But there's only a five-foot ledge, you're saying? Yeah, there's only a five-foot ledge. It's like a disc. The next platform is just a disc. And it okay, is... but we're trying to get to the 140-foot down. This is the 140-foot down. Oh, so, but we could see that 40-foot one down off the edge of this... Off you the can one see that... it from here, looking back that way. You could see it this okay. way. Okay, the way you explained it, it sounded like the other disc is like something like this. Oh, I'm you know? sorry. So that yeah. if we jumped off the ledge here, we would land on a disc. No, it's, uh, if you jumped off the ledge here, you, it would look like you would fall into the abyss. Okay, um, gotcha. But if you look around this way, like the transparent crystal, this looks like a drop-off at the south side of this new platform. And then you do see a disc underneath this that um, is still a platform. But that disc is still just a platform sitting by itself. Right, it doesn't yeah. seem to have anything connected that you can see. So you come up with a good system for how you're going to tie off the rope or investigate and look into your other options. I'll, I'll just do a quick circuit of this disc to make sure that we didn't miss anything off the other edges. Yeah, let me see if you'll see anything in particular. Did you want a perception check? Yeah, give me a perception check. Everyone or just him? Just uh, him for now. So uh, plus 416? No, you do not see anything. So. Does uh, Amis, Amis, do you have any sort of rope, or have you heard anything about this? I have a hundred feet of silk rope, um, but I've never been here, so I didn't hear anything about this. Uh, I can say that this hole, uh, we, I'd love to follow where it goes. That's kind of my desire. So one way or another, I, I plan on getting through this hole, and then maybe I'll just have to get through the next one when I get to it, I'm not sure. Do you think we should go down that way? I'm not, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I hope not, because I, I, I don't see a good place to tie off this rope, and um, I don't necessarily trust someone holding on to me or the crystal cutting the rope. You know, my silk rope is strong, but, you know, the, the edges of this are jagged from reforming, so we'd have to sunder out an area for the rope to sit and all that fun stuff, so... I don't oppose. Uh, don't suppose that what Amaz dropped earlier is the thing that made the hole, huh? <laughs> Man, that really was. <laughs> so, um, anyone else like uh, give it a try? I'm not gonna investigate, but yeah. Um, so, where would you like to investigate? Um, there's the drop off in the hole. I'll tell you that much. Right. I mean, the hole doesn't seem very safe with the, with it being all jagged. So, I guess I'll go to the drop off. Sure. Um, and nat 20. Okay, so the nat 20, you're, um, you know, kind of probing at the drop-off, and, um, as you, like, um, are looking around this drop-off, looking for other things, your, um, foot, like, just the tip of your foot goes out over the edge, but it doesn't fall down. Hmm. So. That's convenient. Um, I'll pick up some, like, loose things. Sure. Or shoot, you know, let's shoot the ceiling down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, you Eldritch Blast a part of the ceiling, dust falls, and the dust hits a surface that you cannot see in front of you. Great. Uh, Amez, I think I found something. And the rest it? of you guys. <laughs> and the rest <laughs> of you guys. Okay, so you all come over. Um, he does his song and a dance and shows that there seems to be some sort of invisible platform in front of you. He does a song and dance? Uh, I'm saying you do, you uh, do your song and dance yeah. of, um, you know, spirit gunning down some dust. Yep. Sure. So, this appears easy enough, Amis says. You know, we 
poke a stick, and if it falls through the air, we don't step there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yep. Take out one of my spears. Yep. So you guys take it piece by piece, and you're able to um, move forward about ten feet, and then the spear hits the air. Mm. Check to your left and right. Yeah, just go around. Yes, yeah, so you check to your left. Yeah. You hit. Okay. Um, everyone's staying in a very close knit line, I imagine. Yeah. Um, you put the spear now in front of you. Turn left, and you hit the air. Keep going around in a circle. Okay. You turn left again, and um, you find yourself heading straight towards that disc as you poke, 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 and you guys have made it to this uh, small disc um, safely. But there's nothing else except this disc. As far as we can see. <laughs> as far as you can see. Oh, no, you're right. Now you can see further. So, everyone give me a perception check. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're down much further than you were before. There's less crystals blocking the way. And I will get a perception check from everyone. Okay. 22. Mm, that's a... D20. <laughs> Five. Morbid just rolled a D20, rolled a D20 for Jeremy. <laughs> 18. 18. Okay, so... um. Almost everyone here... You got more of a... Yeah, actually, more of a, sorry. Um, sees that there are two floating skeletal suits... Uh, not skeletal. Two floating suits of armor um, covered in crystals, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and what looks to be two bright blue lights and a small body um, around them sitting, uh, just floating. All three of them seem to be floating down uh, about 180 feet from you guys. Um, and this is like they're on a lower plane slope down in the same direction you were heading from the disc. So you need to make your way around the disc and then at that point you'd be able to see forward in the area that they're in. Okay. Um, uh, should I sneak up? Uh, you... Might be able to, but they might be omniscient with their ever private presence, and they would have came to attack us already if that was the case. Perhaps it's a certain range. Um, I think I might want to prep a spell for myself. Um, I'm gonna cast Armor of Agathis, which means um, for the next hour I have a blue icy mist that um, covers me and gives me um, armor and whenever I get hit in melee I, 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 I deal damage. Alright, so Ames hears you guys talking. Um, he didn't see anything. Uh, what are you doing right now? And he looks over at Notch. Uh, in the distance I see mm, floating beings and I, I fear we're going to be attacking. Okay, he goes and gives a second look to it. He still can't see it. Um, he says, or, or Wallace, do you see anything? I'll give the dog a check. And the dog, you know, doesn't see anything either, so. Hmm. I'm as, um, can you even see that far? It's, it's half elf, right? Um, yeah, he's half elf. Alright, well, it's bright down here, so it should be fine. Yeah, it is bright. Um, the only reason why perception is hindered is just, um, from, you know, reflections and other crystal growths around. Hmm. So. Just Take the time to trust us right now, um, as um, we may have gone f- forward and there may be invaders of some sort. Red phantoms. Right. So prepare yourself and steal your will. Okay. So did you guys want to roll initiative now that we prefer? 
currently you're not threatened by the objects. I would, you know, we, we could sit here for 10 minutes. I'm not going to say they're doing anything. So it's up to you guys how you want to move forward. You can role play it out a little further, or you can just roll initiative and take your turns and see what ends up. I'll initiative, take my turn, take the surprise attack. Is that good for everyone, regardless? Yeah, I mean, he's, he might do it regardless, but I'm just asking everyone else. Anything else you want to mm. ask um, for or no? I guess while you're sneaking up to get into range, because your range is 60, right? 80. 80. So if you get caught within that, then already an attack action to blast anything that approaches him. Okay, cool. Um, so go ahead and... Locked and loaded. Uh, how guys, how, all right, how sure. close are you guys going to be to me? Um, I got range of 120. I got range of 120, so... Cool. So we can save 40 we'll stop at 120 yeah. from those things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And I guess more will sit back that with them, so... <laughs> we we have a range finder. We've got these little... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks so, about yeah. 120 here. <laughs> will, you, will you stay back with them and then come into battle? Yeah. Okay. If you guys need me. Okay. Well, so, I'm going to need you. <laughs> okay. You guys can roll initiative. All right, so you guys are set up. Uh, we have two going to the left of this disc, two going to the right. Um, the distance is great at 180 feet to the um, furthest, you know, blur of possibly a boy at this point as you guys are moving around the ring. Um, and they also are much further down in the cove than you guys are, but there's not as much uh, in your way as you can see. So um, you do have a straight line at 100 feet, 180 feet. It's just a downward line, you know, yeah. instead of a straight forward line. Uh, and we're going to start with Baybreeze. Baybreeze, what would you like to do? Do I get a move and an attack? You are, uh, have, you have a, yeah, move, attack, bonus action. Just treat it like normal combat, even though you guys aren't threatened. Okay, so I'm going to move up to right here, which would be about 25 feet, or I'll say this is 25. Cool. I'm going to attack the blue guy. Sure. I suppose. And so, is this going to be an advantage because it's a surprise attack, or is it going to be just a regular attack, so I'll have disadvantage? Okay, um... I, I believe what we said because it's that long distance. It's going to be it would no be, neither advantage nor. Real quick, like he's asking to find out whether or not he's getting nothing, or if he's getting from getting disadvantage. Or if he's getting disadvantage. I think if I understand correctly. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, they don't know you're here. Yeah, I'm pretty positive that's the case. There's no good reason. Like no one actually chipped spirit gun boy. I don't know. <laughs> What is an Ultra Splash like description? Does like it like explode or? Um, it's a <laughs> it's an assassination force. tool. It has no sound or visual effect. No, because like I mean, like if there's good reason that like things are blowing up overhead, that's that's one reason why I could. Um, beam of crackling energy uh, streaks towards a creature within range. And but, it's force damage. Uh, yeah, it's so, force damage. So I mean, I don't. But know, I don't know if crystals fall in this case. So you know, here or, we'll make it fun. Um, you know, I literally have to get under thirty percent for them to be aware of you guys. Okay. And I got thirty-three. So they are unaware. The sound, you know, just reflected off in a way that didn't matter, or or they're just not awakened by that type of thing. So you have neither advantage or disadvantage because cool. they're surprised and you should have an advantage, but you have disadvantage because you're using your long range. Right. So cool. I'm just going to attack. Yes. Uh, and does a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think whether or not you can see what happens when the arrow gets there. <laughs> uh, so give me a perception check because it, you shoot bolts, right? 
Uh, I shoot arrows. Arrows, okay, cool. He's got a short bow. Uh, my perception would be like 22. Sure. So um, you're looking down your you know bow, and you release this arrow, and you watch it fly, and it should hit the target. And as far as your eyes go, you lose track of the arrow when it should hit the target. Okay. So it, it didn't veer off course. You didn't shoot badly. It just disappeared before it hit the target. Um, after Babe raises Morva. So, we're preparing for combat, as far as I know. Pretty much. I'm... Do I see the monsters moving or anything? Or take notice? Um, they're going to move, but not yet. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, 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 don't, I often wonder whether or not they should get their initiatives that are rolled and now get put into combat, because now they're alerted. But I was just going to put them at the end and let you guys all get your one turn of thinking first. Okay. So... I mean, we're looking down... The closest one is 180 feet? Yes. How are we going to get down there? Who will. They'll come to us. Okay, okay. Um, I'll wait, ready in action for something, and come up and attack me. Cool. After Morva is Notch. Yeah, and Notch is... Sitting there with his Eldritch Blast queued up. Cool. And after Notch is Corian. Corian is doing likewise. Okay, <laughs> so everyone is queued up and ready to go. Um, the, uh, you know, small figure in the distance retreats. Um, and he is out of sight for you guys. So if you can take him off the map for me, Matt. Hmm. Thank you. And then the other two figures start working, walking diagonally forward. Um, uh, you know, like animated as walking. So yeah, you can move them both up 30 feet. Diagonal. Cool. And it is back to Baybreeze. Okay, so these guys are about 150 feet out? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to attack with my disadvantage. Go ahead. And does a 15 hit. I'll attack silver. It does not hit. Okay. Alright, after Baybreeze is Morva. Waiting for something to attack. Sure. And does anyone else want to round before my guys go? I was going to perception. It's not like right and closer. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 13. Do you have anything new about them? Or they're just floating bodies? Um, they, I think it's too far out to see. Cool. Um, you're, it's still, the vision's still a little blurry. You'd like a closer look. Leave it at that. Uh, anyone else want anything before? My guys. Okay, uh, they still need to move forward 30 feet diagonal again. Okay. Thank you. And they have nothing they can do. It is Favorites' turn. Uh, how far out are they now? Um, so because they're moving on diagonals, they weren't actually at 150 last time, so we're just gonna throw fun numbers, it's D&D, &D. let's have a good time, 130. Okay. Okay. It's probably closer than they should be, but it doesn't matter to me. Sure. So I'm gonna attack with a disadvantage on sure. silver, and a 20 and a 15, so I'll take the 15, so there's a 20 hit. Uh, or there's 20, 20, 21 hit. Yeah, 20 will hit. And you said silver, right? Yes. Okay. Alright, so that is... Eight damage. Cool. 
And I'm going to continue to stay. After Babries is Morva. Um. I, so. We're on the platform of the ring. Yeah, you guys are on the disc. And I'm all the way back here. I'm going to move up. Cool. To adjacent with him. Or yeah. I was back here. The furthest tip of the ring, is that what you're saying? Or just um, a part of the ring that looks more adjacent to where they are standing now? I'm going to go right here. Which is like five behind him on the okay. corner. Yeah, you're, you're almost to the tip of the ring. Because I'm not taking a chance of swinging at something in the air. Cool. After more of his notch? Um, perception again. Yep. So they're definitely in closer. 17. Yeah, you get a better look. And um, you were kind of interested before when you were trying to see, um, you know, in their movement. Mm-hmm. And their armor is clanging as they move. Okay. And they're, so. they're just... So they're like kind of walking. They're physical. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're definitely not flying. After Notch's Quarion? Um, well, I see Morva moving up, so I'll move up to... Uh, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30-ish. Yeah, so I'll just move there. And ready for them to be in range. So, I'm like 5 foot further away from them than Fabry's uh, is. Okay, cool. So when they move, you're basically going to get an attack... Because they'll be within the 120-foot range. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, if that's his range, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so these guys move up 10 feet diagonal. Uh, so I guess it's 15 because we have squares. Well, it's still 10 foot. Yeah, that works. Um, and then they move inwards. Oh, I guess uh, if, yeah, 10 foot gets them into 120-foot range. The one guy on the left for you. Okay. Spiky. Oops. So what is happening? Sorry. I'm shooting a fireball. Fireball. Gotcha. Fireball. Are, are those like Sam's where they're like unlimited? Yeah. I didn't know if you were like had to pick your spells and like... These well, these are cantrips. Okay, so, so cantrips. Gotcha. Um, and in proficiency, so that's plus five, so that's 17. A 17. Again, spiky, right? Or 18, because I have a four intelligence. Yeah. Okay, that hits. Mm. Where'd my D10 go? Are we sharing dice now? I think we are. Yeah, there okay. goes. That's fine. You guys never share. Eight. Eight. Eight fire magical damage. Yeah. If you can just state like what weapon you're using though, just because it helps me envision the field a little bit better. So uh, fireball. I'm flying a laser beam. A laser beam. <laughs> like uh, his high tech forty six damage. Remember when we used to look at those in the back of the. Did yeah, they have them the in something? DMG, yeah. The DMG yeah. for 3.5. Like, it, it was right after the uh, Bronze Age and the Eastern weapons. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time. And you'd see like 46 damage or like 5d8 damage for like a mm-hmm. cannon gun or something like that. It was really cool. Um, so yeah, it shoots across and it nails this um, thing and crystal dust flies off of it and lands on the platform around it. And um, they continue moving inward. So they're going to move inward... 15 feet for your guy, Matt. Oh, inwards towards each other. Uh, straight towards each other, yep. And then, yeah, 15 feet for... What you call this guy? So that's 25 feet. Yeah. Yep, and then they're still moving retreat-wise. Retreat? Just 5 feet, thank you. And... Mm-hmm. It is your guys' turn, and they're 125 away from you guys. Uh, I have a feeling that they're walking upstairs, so I'm going to shoot them in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks like they're walking, so they're probably another invisible path. path right. Way. So what's the uh, 
125 is our current range, if that's what you're asking. That's shady. It was 120 for Reed, so Reed could get a free hit, and then they got to move their five feet. No, that's true. Left over, so. Not maybe foot anyway. I thought it was 120. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to attend a disadvantage. Two, one, two. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so a seven plus a five is 12. Okay. Here's so funny. I thought you were adding together your d20s or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, a 12 does not hit. Sorry. And after Bay Breeze is Morva? Um, Morva hits backslash dance. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, um. What's in the center of the ring? A hole. A hole. A hole of death. Yet to be tested. <laughs> <laughs> it appears to be a hole of death. <laughs> Would you like to take the leap <laughs> I Do I still have rope on me? Or you can just use your Only you know that. You know, <laughs> we don't have rope because you don't have adventuring gear. I don't know where the you rope have came from. You it guys gave it me would rope come from adventuring gear, which we wouldn't if, give if, to you. If you, if you, if you have something... Yeah, like, to make it simple, if you have something written on your card sheet, you have it. If you don't, okay, you I don't. don't. I cool. don't. Fine. Alright. I'm sitting there and twiddling my thumbs on. That's fine. More of twiddling his thumbs, not just turn. Okay. Puts his hammer down <laughs> and just goes. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Warp have more dexterity than I thought they would have <laughs> to be able to twiddle his thumbs. <laughs> okay, Notch moves to there. Yeah, I move something up. Something I um, did a lot as a watch guard. So you're 120 feet away. Yeah, that's my extent of my range. And I think they're just, just walking really away, so I'm gonna shoot an Eldritch Blast. Sure. Um, Nothing yet. I think it's a four. Four. Yeah. yeah. So miss. All right. So you shoot an Eldritch Blast towards them and it misses. Um, just to make this easier, you know, like everything's not drawn to scale. If you're at the tip, you're only five foot closer. So I understand that Wraith character looks like he's a little bit further back from Bay Breeze's character, and I gave him both 120 foot. So you know, the tip yeah, is we're, just, yeah, we're just kind cool. Of with it. Thank you for being fast and loose. Um, Corin, your turn. All right. I will. Take another step forward just to make sure I'm within range. Sure. So put Reed at the tip. He's now a tip guy. Yep. Clear. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was a space in between me and... Uh, I said like there was a space. We're role-playing the movement more, so the yeah. disc is just there for, like, seeing. I thought there was a little square in between myself and... Oh, okay, gotcha. Not nope. just what I'm saying. Nope. Okay. So I will not... I will just stay where I am and take I'm sorry. my shot. Cool. Corin, I think there's a visible path that they're on. Or we can pursue them. I agree. But I'm weakening them until they come running towards us. Yeah, I mean, if they're not firing back, then there's no need for us to. Yeah, why aren't they firing back? Because they can't fire. Because they don't have magic? They don't have so, the arms. You did see, and they don't have <laughs> any bows or anything. All right, I just want to make sure, like, these guys are carrying no equipment other than the armor that they're wearing. All right, so my shot. Yep. 19. Or er, 17. Plus 6. It's plus 6. Okay, yeah, you don't hit. After Corian is my guys, and they move another steady 30 back. It's weird that they're walking away. I, couldn't it just be stairs going like this? The spiral stairs that go backwards and then come back around forward? I think it goes like this, and then it goes up, and then it goes like that to attack. No. So yeah, um, and I don't want to confuse anything. I, I, di I heard you say walking upstairs before. These guys are going down deeper into the cavern. Oh. Sorry. Everything's heading down. The, you know, just... Well, the, uh, okay. One knowledge that I have that you guys, like, you know, I, I, I the point is you guys are heading to the bottom of this cove. That is the point. 
Yeah. So. Right. That that is the point. But we thought because you didn't say they were going down, we yeah. assumed that they were going backwards but still up because they were going diagonally up towards us. We thought. Yeah, and I probably used the word up, and I just meant up towards you, like not like. Um, oh well, yeah. Elevation wise, would come up. Yeah, and you even yeah. said elevation there. Yeah. 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 So like, it's like uh, it's a plane like this, mm-hmm. and they came up like this, and now they're headed back down. Mm-hmm. So they came up, and now they're headed back down. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. See, we never knew that they were going back down. We thought they were at the very least going. Sorry. Horizontally. Yeah, backwards. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- this this is the walkway. Okay. It is angled towards the ground. You know, for people mm-hmm. listening. And they had to come up in a diagonal line and then get to a point where they could start going back down it again. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sorry. Um, and my guys already moved, so it's back to Baybreeze, Morba, Notch, Corian. Uh, Baybreeze is going to attack. Go ahead, Baybreeze. So, 18 out of 20, so I'll take the 18. Uh, with... <laughs> man, that's two 20s lost to disadvantage. Hey, man, I'm not the one that makes it off so far away. So, a 6. Okay. 6? On silver. That's what I'm attacking. Silver's right guy. Thank you. Alright. After him is Morva. Oh, uh, with my, the rest of my actions, I'm going to call back to um, Mitha. Mitha, you okay? Yep. She's stolen. <laughs> she fell in with a moonstone. We'll have to find her at the bottom. Wait, she uh, can survive that? <laughs> what is she? She's good. She's good. Um, She's an... Non-expendable NPC. That's what we call them. So, <laughs> this ring is looking at them. Where okay. are they at in position of the ring? So yeah, you guys are on a ring mm-hmm. up here. You know, like two hundred feet above the ground. They're now down one hundred sixty feet from the ground. Don't use those numbers against me. So you guys are up high. They're heading down away from you. We're on an elevated ring that oversees almost like a giant room, I would think. Okay. And they are on like a lower platform that came up okay. towards the ring. So think of like uh, like in a spaceship, like mm-hmm. this is be like the captain's area, like looking over the deck, and now they're going down into like the caverns of the ship. Or mountain, as I'm yeah. kind of thinking of it. So they're going down. I'm just going to turn, and I realize that I have a staff, so I'm just going to like toss the staff down the shaft. Which shaft? The big hole? In the middle of the hole, yeah. Okay, cool. Um... So your staff falls and bounces off a few things, and... A few visible things? Yeah, a few visible yeah, things. Okay. And, um, you know, it's it's a short time to hear it, you know, make that wooden smack sound at the bottom. Okay. Just had to make sure. Yep. There's a bottom. <laughs> and there's not an area there. Okay, not your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk to the tip of the ring. Yep. And put my foot out to see if I can go forward. Yep. It's a platform. Okay. And just, uh, I guess, move carefully. Yeah, so, like, um, it's a full round action to move at your full speed on a platform that you can't see. That's, like, how I want to play it. So, um, you can move carefully without falling through anything um, as long as you're not making any attack action that round. Otherwise, it's half speed. Yep, that's fine. Cool. So, So I think that's about my movement. Awesome. And after not, just Corian? I'm following him. Cool. And after Corian is my guys. Okay, move my guys off the map. That's fine. Alright. Um, so we're out of combat. Okay. There's no monsters available to even look at. And you guys um, can now traverse down this invisible path. Uh, it's similar to before, since you guys won't be using it for combat. You find that there are a couple holes 
that um, you could have fallen through. Uh, and they're just like five foot holes on this little 10 foot pathway. Um, as you get towards the bottom, uh, you get to another crystalline like cave. So um, the mouth of where they disappeared into is a little 10 foot mouth. Um, and uh, it's like a clear looking structure and everything like that. But um, you know, that's where you guys are going to stop. That's where I'm going to have you guys re reinstitute everything. So you've made it to the bottom of this. You've got this little entranceway. And at which point you'll be able to look into this room um, where there are chests, um, which everyone loves to hear. Let's see. Bobbles. What'd you say? Bobbles. Bobbles. Shiny, shiny Um. Bobbles. Yeah. Yeah, there's two chests. And then um, the boy in the two bodies. Uh, it is a small room that I'm going to draw for you guys. And we could probably keep our initiative if you guys want. And I'm going to throw these guys into their proper initiative instead of being at the end. Sure. Cool. So we can keep it moving. So my room that you guys are fighting them in is a little hallway room, uh, more or less. So there's your entrance. And, uh, you know, you're, you're in a, a dome of crystal. Um, and then the two chests I'll represent with a drawing on the map. Okay. So let me put these guys in. Back in. Four and an eight. They were supposed to be at the end anyway. And then my other guy is... Oh yeah, he doesn't have a card. So, I'll put him right here. That means he's important. That's not true, Jer. Make a knowledge religion check. Spirits are real. Spirits are real. Um, where were the 13 set? Did any of you guys get lower than 13? I think I ended, did. right? Yeah, yeah, I got lower than 13. Yeah, What'd you get? The highest was 7 besides seven. that. Okay. Um, then to make it simple, Corin, you're the only you're going to go after the one armor hide and 8. And then the kids right there. So, I have my initiative. Thank you for your patience. Um, you're all at the mouth of the cave. Perfect. And, Bay Breeze, you get to go first. Okay, what do I see? Oh, I thought I explained that. There's... Well, no, but, like, is that what I see? Yeah, that works. Just two armored fellows? Um, actually, the, the kids should be in there, too. I'm sorry. I forgot to put them on, didn't I? Um, so, yeah, just move those guys up in front of them. I like that. That'll be a nice little layout. So, yes. Two bodies of armor... Small child behind the bodies of armor, uh, ripped clothes covered in crystals, shining blue eyes. Um, his face is covered in crystals in a way that like uh, you can't see his mouth or eyes or anything like that. So it's like blue lights that you see instead of eyes. Okay, um, I'm going to fire my crossbow at silver, or my short bow at silver. Please do. Uh, so a twenty-two. 22. Does that hit? Uh, yes, the 22 hits. Okay. A 10 damage. Okay. And I'm going to switch to my rapier and move back like through the doorway and let you guys go in. Enjoy. More of it, your turn. I will... Oh, I guess I'll just sit right here then. Morva will get very unhappy very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? 
Rage. Um, <laughs> I thought like something in this situation was really bad for him, like a no, fear of chess. No, no more of his like an anger that he's like has been really. He's like, well, I've been dying to kill stuff all day, and then you stole my only kill. <laughs> you <stole> my kill. <laughs> I had to hold the stupid rope while other guys are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Morgan, tell me what you're doing. Um, I will rage, and prepare to attack. Okay. You're not gonna move up. 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 <laughs> You're not gonna move up. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Alright, um. Can you, you jump over the chest? Why don't, why don't we just go around the chest? Yeah, 15, 20, 20. Alright. And can you attack? Because you said rage is a reaction and you move, so. Yeah. Alright. Every attack counts. Every attack counts. Hammer time. Attacking silver? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a two on the die. So what's that attack total? Eight. Your rage doesn't your rage doesn't give up. Doesn't or? give you attack bonuses. It uh, gives you damage, damage. Yeah. and damage reduction. Oh, resistance. That's it. Hmm. Resistance. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, after more was not. Okay. Um, we'll strafe over and shoot down the line with another uh, spiky. Yep, that's spiky. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 25. So just to make sure I didn't get these guys mixed up, was Spiky the one that you and Reed both hit, or no? Yeah, Spiky was yes. the mage guys, and Silver was Babries. Okay. Yeah. So Babries, I only have one hit on Silver, is that right? Uh, there should have been two hits. Yeah, two now is all I have, but... Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, so two total is right. I didn't know if during all that time you got more than one hit, so that's what I was asking. Go ahead. I was well high enough. What'd you get? Uh, six damage. Okay. And you overcame the AC? I probably said yes, I just don't remember. I did. It's like 23 or 25 AC. Cool. Good. Uh, after Notch is the young boy, and he is going to create a magical aura that exudes out from him and covers his two teammates as well. And more of uh, no, it doesn't affect more, unfortunately. So, okay. do the crystals start glowing, or do we see something? Um, it's just like a magical field in front of them. That's it. Like, uh, he exudes a magical field that is going to protect the three of them. Uh, well, I don't know if it's going to protect them, but yeah. It'll do something. Yeah, it's going to do something. That's, that's all there is to it. Uh, animate armor is going to try to grab Morva and slam him. Silver or spiky? Second tier bludgeoning. Good luck. <laughs> spiky. Yeah. Silver. Well, how does grappling even work in this? It's not a grapple. It's just a slam attack. No, it's just an attack. Right? Yeah, it's called a slam attack. Okay, come on and slam. Make me want to jam. Yeah. All right, does a 17 hit? Space jam? Yes. Okay. So he picks you up, and he slams you down, and his arms... Uh, and his crystals dig into your skin as he's like nice. grabbing you. So you took five, seven damage from that. And while he yeah, still holds you in his half. arms, huh? In half, yes. In half, yes. so three, three damage so far. And then while he still has you in his arms, he's going to attempt a second slam. Ow. Which is a 14. No. No. Okay, so you only take three damage just turn from that. Quarry on your turn. I should not have ran up. The Animated armor uses seismic toss. <laughs> it's not very effective. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so me and Notch have this uh, 
teamwork thing going where he ran in across from the one side like he did a cra- crossing path and now I'll do the crossing path behind him and fire my laser. Cool. Oh, okay. Prepare to fight. Um, I did not get very much. Alright, sorry here. I didn't even know which one you were attacking anyway, but we would have given it to you. The one that doesn't have the giant dragon beast in front of my way. Alright, cool. I like that. What did you hit? Uh, 9 plus 6. 15. So 15. Yeah, it doesn't do it. Okay. Alright. Um, and I have my other guy who's going to take his turn at picking him up and slamming him down. Picks so. himself into the bottom. Nine does not hit, right? Nope. So he misses you on the first grab, and a ten does not hit. Nope. And misses you on the second grab. So yeah, you see goodness. that these things are going to reach out with their non-existent hands and slam you. I don't, I don't know how it works. It's gauntlets. It's, they have floating yeah. gauntlets. Okay, floating gauntlets that grab them and slam them. That works. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a slam theoretically could just be them slamming their arms down. That's yeah. true. I like that. Uh, so after animate armor is Amis. And he's going to walk in to see what the hubbub is about. And he screams, uh, No, my son! And uh, we'll end it here this week. Um, as always, you guys can check out our website at pathlesspod.com. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And hopefully, invisible platforms can reach the auditory medium for Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, we couldn't see anything, so it's probably the same deal. Uh, until next time. Be careful, Loth may crawl into your mouth while you're sleeping.